Are you trying to squeeze the starting solid food stuff into your already busy schedule? Well, I have an all-in-one done-for-you solution that's going to take the guesswork out of feeding your baby. My online program is called Baby Led Weaning with Katie Ferraro. It contains all of my baby led weaning training videos, the original 100 First Foods content library, plus a 100-day meal plan with recipes like the exact sequence of which foods to feed in which order. So if you want to stop trying to piece all this feeding stuff together on your own, I would be honored if you would join me inside of the program. You can get signed up at babyledweaning.co slash program. Have you tried peanut with your baby yet? So intact nuts and thick globs of nut butters are choking hazard for babies. So we can't do that, but we do need to get peanut protein into your baby early and often to help lower the risk of peanut allergy down the road. So my favorite way to do peanut for baby lead weaning is using the Puffworks Baby Peanut Puffs. Now, these are not those little starchy puffs that earlier eaters can't pick up, the ones you see at the grocery store in the container that oftentimes contain added sugar, sodium, and refined grains. No, the Puffworks Baby Peanut Puffs have no added sugar. They're about the size of your adult pinky finger, which is the perfect length for baby lead weaning. So I have students and parents always asking about like different puffs. I saw one today that a mom asked me about. It had three different allergens in it, which makes no sense because you can't observe for a reaction if your baby is trying three new allergenic foods at once. How do you know which of the ingredients is causing the reaction? The only potential allergenic ingredient in the Puffworks Baby Peanut Puffs is peanut. You can get 15% off of Puffworks Baby Peanut Puffs if you use my affiliate discount code BABYLED. So head to puffworks.com and enter that code BABYLED, L-E-D, at checkout. And good luck to you guys trying peanut. So in the developed world, zinc deficiency, certainly not as common as iron deficiency in infancy, but we can learn from other parts of the world where there's no animal foods in the diet and there's not a variety that inadequate zinc leads to growth stunting and poor cognition. So we want to be focusing on zinc foods for babies. Hey there, I'm Katie Ferraro, registered dietitian, college nutrition professor, and mom of seven specializing in baby led weaning. Here on the Baby Led Weaning Made Easy podcast, I help you strip out all of the noise and nonsense about feeding leaving you with the confidence and knowledge you need to give your baby a safe start to solid foods using baby-led weaning. Hey guys, welcome back. Today we're talking about the micronutrient zinc. So zinc is an element or a mineral that you don't hear as much about in baby-led weaning as you do iron. Iron, as we probably by now all know, is incredibly important for babies to start getting from the weaning foods that they're having in addition to breast milk or formula at around the six-month mark. But zinc is kind of like iron's lesser-known little sibling, yet still incredibly important. So in this episode, we're going to talk about zinc and how to get enough zinc with baby-led weaning foods. Now, when I do these mini baby-led weaning training episodes, like the nutrition ones, such as today's about zinc, I like to start out with a baby led weaning tip of the day. And today's tip is if your family eats animal foods, include those to the greatest extent possible, along with other foods, of course, as you're starting solids with your baby, because animal foods are going to be your best bet for zinc. They not only have the most amount of zinc per serving, but it's also the type of zinc that's very well absorbed by the baby's body. So if your family eats animal foods, Try to incorporate those into your baby's diet as soon as you get started with solid foods at or around the six-month mark. And hang tight because in today's episode, I'm going to be sharing some easy animal foods that are good sources of zinc that babies can safely eat. So let's get started looking at zinc and how to be sure our babies are getting enough zinc with baby-led weaning foods. 
So let's start out with what is zinc. As I mentioned, it's a mineral, but it's also an essential mineral, meaning that our body can't produce the amount of zinc that it needs for our bodies to function properly. So we need to be getting zinc in the diet. And our bodies don't store significant amounts of zinc. So additionally, we need to make sure we're getting it routinely from the diet. It's not like you give a dose of zinc and then you can kind of sit back and relax for a few weeks or months. You need to be eating these foods regularly. Now, zinc, again, only very small amounts in the body. It's actually called a micronutrient. And sometimes I think people, I teach nutrition in college nutrition. A lot of times my students will say, well, the macronutrients are more important than the micronutrients. Just because the micronutrients are required in smaller amounts doesn't make them any less important than the macronutrients. But with zinc, there's only a very small amount in the body, but it's so important. It's present in every single organ and every single tissue. It acts as what we call a cofactor for 300 other enzymes. Basically, there's like 300 other enzymes that can't do their job if zinc isn't in the mix. So among the many things that zinc does, it helps protect your body's cells against oxidative damage. It makes up part of your cell's genetic material. It makes up the heme part of the hemoglobin. It's responsible for growth and development and wound healing, behavior, learning, and mood. It also supports normal growth and development during pregnancy. So when you were pregnant, you took a prenatal vitamin. Yes, we were focusing on the iron and the folic acid in that prenatal, but there's also zinc in there because pregnant women, especially pregnant vegetarian women, can be at increased risk of zinc deficiency. But we require zinc for a whole host of bodily functions and normal health and development. It also plays a role in your normal sense of smell and taste. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and works with your lifestyle as a parent or caregiver. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on the journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. And getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because we're always growing and changing. And I think this is particularly true for parents. I know firsthand how you can feel torn between your old, baby-free, carefree self and this new, very challenging role of parenting a small person. Therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness, and understanding as well as talking through things that can help you know what you want or why you react the way you do. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash weaning today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash weaning and get 10% off your first month today. So as with all of the micronutrients, it's important to know what happens if you don't get enough and what happens if you get too much. And when it comes to zinc deficiency, zinc deficiency was first observed more than 50 years ago, looking at boys in the Middle East who were not growing and developing properly. And their traditional diets were low in animal protein and high in foods like whole grains and beans. And those diets were low in zinc and high in fiber and phytates. So phytates are these compounds in certain foods like whole grains and beans, which, you know, those have lots of nutrition benefits, but with a low variety of foods and high intake of phytates, basically those compounds bind up zinc and iron. So even though the foods might have zinc and iron in them, there's lots of phytates it kind of inhibits the body's ability to break those down and absorb them. So in the populations that were being studied, particularly in Egypt, the bread was unleavened. So with leavened bread, yeast breaks down the phytates as the bread rises. 
Well, if you're just eating unleavened bread and whole grains and beans and not a lot of animal foods, there's actually in every nutrition textbook, a very, very famous picture of two Egyptian 16-year-old males. One looks like a full-on adult grown male or an average heighted teenager that you would expect to see in the developed world. And the other 16-year-old looks like a seven-year-old. Essentially, his growth had been stunted. His sexual reproductive organs were not developing properly. All of the growth issues that the child had were linked back to zinc deficiency. So in the developed world, zinc deficiencies are not that common. A little bit higher risk among certain groups like pregnant women, as I mentioned, younger children, elderly, those with low socioeconomic status who tend to have suboptimal foods in their diets or not a lot of variety. So it's unlikely, but if poor growth is noted in childhood along with poor appetite, practitioners are advised to explore the possibility of zinc deficiency, but it's much more common in the developing world. And in the United States, we have national level data that confirms that most of the pediatric populations and including late infancy, they meet their zinc needs. We don't have widespread zinc deficiency problems. However, just know that issues can arise if there's no intake of animal foods. Now, certainly for vegan and vegetarian families, they have to study how they can increase zinc intake. They use a lot of fortified foods and cereals, having leavened breads and whole grains. Um, But if your family, again, does eat animal foods, including meats and dairy, it's a good idea to include those because that's where we mostly get zinc from. So let's look a little bit more at the food-based sources of zinc. So animal foods, as I mentioned, meat and shellfish and poultry and milk products, those are good sources of zinc, but plants like legumes and whole grains, they have zinc. But again, noting that the zinc is not as well absorbed from the plant foods as it is from meat. So most adults in the United States get the good amount of zinc that they need. Vegetarians, the needs may be higher. Again, they may need some enriched foods. They may need to be having leavened breads. They may need to have a variety of plant foods so you're not just becoming reliant on a few foods. When we look at the meat foods, okay, oysters have more zinc per serving than any other food, but red meat and poultry, those are the foods that are going to be providing the majority of zinc in the American diet. But other zinc containing foods include things like beans, certain types of seafood, so crab and lobster are good examples, nuts, beans, whole grains, dairy products, and then fortified breakfast cereals, which we don't incorporate a lot of those early on in late infancy when we're doing solids. But as you move into toddlerhood, you might become more reliant on ready-to-eat breakfast cereals. Always just look to see if they're fortified with iron, they're almost certainly fortified with zinc as well. Now, how much zinc does a baby need? Now, breast milk is going to be providing ample or sufficient zinc, about two milligrams a day for the first four to six months of life. So again, at that period, baby doesn't need anything except breast milk or formula. Formula, of course, would be fortified appropriately to match breast milk. But starting at around the seven-month mark, there's another set of recommendations and babies need three milligrams of zinc a day. So, of course, during baby lead weaning, you're continuing to offer breast milk or formula. We always say that provides the majority of your baby's nutrition, but just know that it's not exactly the three milligrams that the baby's going to need. And I always encourage parents, you know, don't get bogged down in the numbers. You don't have to start calculating and trying to factor in, well, we had whole grains this day, so the phytates reduced the absorption by X, Y, or Z percent. It's really not that important. Just keep it in the front of your mind that you should be offering a variety of foods. And again, if your family does eat animal foods, 
in addition to breast milk or formula, that's what's going to help your baby get the zinc that they need, plus the iron as well. My phone is bursting at the seams with photos of our kids. And over the years, I've tried all sorts of different ways to store and share them with family members. So for a while, I would just text out pictures to the grandparents. And then we tried a shared photo album. But some people were using Google Photos and others preferred Facebook Messenger for pictures. And the more kids we had, the messier it got. Then I stumbled across the Family Album app. The Family Album app was created to give parents a secure and easy way to share photos and videos with loved ones. It's a totally secure, personal haven for your family's memories. I love that there's no third-party ads, no unwanted eyes, and it's totally free. No more scrolling through endless feeds or searching folders to find the picture of the kid that you need right now. Another cool feature about the Family Album app is you can order eight free photo prints every month to be delivered to your home which if you think about how quickly your baby is changing, it's really nice to have some tangible pictures to hold onto or share to document the last month of your baby's life. If you're looking to level up your photo sharing and organization game with a secure, one-stop, easy-to-use photo organization app, head over to the App Store, search Family Album, download the Family Album app, and start creating a legacy of love one photo at a time. So when should you start kind of paying attention to or being concerned about zinc. It's much like iron. So with iron, we know that at about six months of life is when the iron stores that baby got from mom start to dissipate. So at the tail end of pregnancy, you transferred a bunch of iron to your baby. That It doesn't run out like overnight, but it starts to dissipate at around the six month mark. So we think, okay, we got to introduce iron foods. The same kind of goes for zinc. It's around the six to seven month mark where the needs pop a little bit higher. And so if we're offering the very same foods that contain iron, the meat, the poultry, the animal foods, they also are the ones that tend to have zinc. The difference being dairy foods. So milk and dairy foods do not have iron in them, but they would contain zinc. But again, if you're offering a variety of foods, including animal foods, you're going to hit your zinc needs, you're going to hit your iron needs, you're going to get all of your other baby's nutrient needs. Now, I keep mentioning animal foods. If you're interested, okay, well, people say, gosh, I thought babies can only eat fruits and vegetables. That's certainly not true. In my five-step feeding framework, I advocate for introducing one new fruit, the next day, a new vegetable, the next day, a new starch, the next day, a new protein, the fifth day of the week, a challenge category food that includes the allergenic foods. And so you can be doing meat on week one of baby-led weaning. If you need more information about how to safely feed your baby meat, I have a few other episodes that you definitely would want to listen to. Episode 19 is called Meat, How to Prepare Meat Safely for Baby Led Weaning. Episode 76 was about sustainable meat choices, so smart selections for starting solids. That was an interview with Diana Rogers, who's a dietitian in sustainability. And episode 117, we talked about game meat, so how to offer game meats safely to your baby. And I'll link to all of those other episodes on the show notes for this episode which you can find at blwpodcast.com slash 153. And if you'd like to get a list of the different types of animal foods and zinc containing foods that your baby can eat, I have a free 100 first foods list. I give that away to all of the attendees on my weekly free workshops. That workshop is called Baby Led Weaning for Beginners. It's all about how to get your baby to eat 100 foods before turning one without you having to spoon feed purees or buy pouches. You can also sign up for this week's workshop times, grab your 100 first foods list, start going through those lists of animal foods that does include different types of seafood and meat and poultry and dairy foods. Sometimes parents get confused about that. Wait a minute, 
milk has zinc in it, but babies aren't supposed to have fluid milk until after age one, but they need more zinc around seven months. How do we do this? I'll explain a little bit about dairy in that training as well. So again, you can sign up for this week's workshop times and grab your 100 First Foods list if you head to blwpodcast.com forward slash 153. So the takeaway message with zinc, it comes primarily from animal foods. It's important in late infancy for your child's continued growth and development. It's an essential nutrient, meaning we cannot ignore it. We have to offer the foods that have zinc in it. But that zinc deficiency, while possible, is not generally a problem in the developed world where we do, unfortunately, in many regards, eat way too many animal foods. Um, We talk about the benefits of animal foods for iron and zinc for babies. But of course, if you rely on too many animal foods, that's too much saturated fat, too much cholesterol, can be excess calories. It can be problematic in adulthood. So the whole point of baby led weaning is to help our babies establish a healthful relationship with food that starts by exposing them to a great variety of foods. Your baby can eat a hundred different foods before he or she turns one. And if you're working in the 20 different protein foods in my 100 first foods list, you're going to be automatically getting your baby the variety of zinc that they need. So I hope you guys learned a little bit about zinc today. I'll link to some more resources if you'd like to read up and learn more, as well as those other episodes that I talked about, plus my free workshop where you can grab the 100 first foods list. That's all on the show notes page for this episode at blwpodcast.com forward slash 153. Thanks so much for listening. Bye now. Like a lot of moms out there, I will totally admit I am quite type A. I am a total taskmaster. And one of my weekly work tasks is to review the feedback forms that our new students in my program, which is called Baby Led Weaning with Katie Ferraro, that they leave for us. So basically, this form asks a lot of questions about you and your baby and your baby's feeding and medical history, any concerns that you might have or fears about starting solid foods. And all of this data helps me when I'm answering parent questions inside of our weekly live office hours so I can then tailor my response to your particular baby and situation, right? Because it's not a one-size-fits-all approach when it comes to what your baby's eating, right? Because maybe your baby has an egg allergy or another mom in the program. She might really be struggling with how to make meat safe because she doesn't like to cook. So this week on the forum, there's a new mom named Janine, and she wrote, and this is her quote, I researched a lot on the internet, and I have a lot of books. I saw a lot of other baby-led weaning programs, but in the end, this is the one that I realized is what I'm really looking for as a new mom. I love that Katie's program has a community and that there are videos for everything you need to know and how to make the foods. And what I love the most is that there's already a meal plan ready. And this just like stopped my heart because this is exactly why I created the Baby Led Weaning with Katie Ferraro program. I wanted to literally put everything that you need to know about starting solid food safely in one place with a super easy to follow 20 full weeks meal plan. Okay, there's 20 weeks because it's five foods a week. I want your baby to get to those 100 new foods before they turn one because I also know you have a lot going on as a new mom and hunting and pecking all over the internet to try to figure out what am I going to feed this baby? That is not the solution. So if you want to check out the Baby Led Weaning with Katie Ferraro program, I would be honored to work with you and your baby. You can head to babyledweaning.co to get started and hopefully I'll be reading your feedback soon too.